Welcome back to the Garden State Revelry. They call me Moikle Moikle Motorcycle, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jerry. What's up, Jerry? Jerry, the tank guy. He's the tank guy. I'm a tank man. The tank man. I'm a tank man. Is that because of the tank top today? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. What's up, Mike? Rocking a tank. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. No sleeves, but all the fucking character in the world. Look how many arm circles I can do. It is pretty impressive, your range of mobility wow. with that thing on. It's actually a very nice tank. I got I, I complimented it on the way in, but I should compliment it on air. It's a, it's a flyer's tank. For those of you in the decorated apparel business, like myself, it's a sublimated tank top um, with the flyer's logo on it. So it's actually... Uh, really cool kind of hybrid basketball, hockey, collabo yeah, it's type a, thing. It's a Flyers basketball jersey. It's pretty dope. Realized I'm not actually a tank guy after I bought it. Once you, As, as soon as you open that freshly sealed pack from yeah. the mail. Yeah. yeah. I was excited, but then I put it on and I said, oh, I don't wear tank tops. Oops. So, but we're making the best of it. And it's hot in the loft tonight, so it's a good time to wear it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I knew I wasn't a tank guy when my girlfriend said, why did you buy that? Yeah. I said, what do you mean? It's a tank top. What? I can't be a tank guy? I'm not. What do you mean? She's like, you're not a tank guy. You don't have any tank tops. I'm like, I could be a tank guy. No, you're not a tank guy. Yeah. So I guess I should start doing push-ups or something. To be fair, I'm not a tank guy either. And it's not like, I don't know. I feel like we've both been toned enough at points in our lives to be tank guys and still chose not to. Yeah, I thought my... It's not my look. Yeah. I'm a prude. I'm a prude. <laughs> you want to see these shoulders? You're going to have to liquor me up. You're going to have to be my tattoo guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm not, I feel like, I don't know, tanks have never felt right on me. I mm. feel like, I don't know. No, I mean, it looks good, though. Looks good. Anyway, Thanks. we should get to what we're drinking. We're drinking, oh, yeah. we're drinking uh, hard seltzer drinks. Is there anything else? Is there yeah. anything else for the summertime, bro? Claws out of the law, bro. It's so we got some, what some Trulies. What do you got over there? Svedka. We got a Svedka strawberry and elderflower seltzer. Ooh, elderflower. Yes. All right, I'm gonna give you an air cheers. Unless cheers. you want to get in there, get, we can get in there, bro. Yeah. Ting, cheers. ting. We'll ting, add that in post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So cheers. Cheers. Um, Episode eighty-three. Yeah, it is eighty-three. Uh, here, Garden State Revelry, up in the loft. Not too bad. It's hot day. Hot day, but not too bad today. I had one of the sprints today where um, there was a summa shower, and my windows were open. Oh, yeah, And yeah. I was, like, mid-conversation with someone, and I was like, is it raining? <laughs> they are like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I just, like, pushed my desk out of the way, flipped my computer, fucking knew there was a big fire. No, wow. I'm just kidding. It didn't get that intense. People but I died. did go running through the office. With my flip-flop, of course. If you've ever heard me walk in flip-flops, I'm the most thunderous flopper. I don't... I mean, my flips are pretty good, too. They're in contention, but it's the it's the flop where I really shine. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't do it. Um, at least, I don't know. People tell me they're not supposed to be that loud. I'm like, why are they called flip-flops? You got to control your flips and your flops. How? You just, like, squinch your toes together. Oh. That's like holding your pee for no reason. <laughs> like, you could go pee, but you just don't. I think it's the foot equivalent of people who swallow and say, ah, after each sip of coffee. <laughs> That's how you walk in flip-flops. Be courteous of others. 
Oh, look, I don't, it's not like I want to bother people with my flipping or my flopping. But at the same time, like, go fuck yourself. I'm walking here in some flip-flops. <laughs> well, if you can't walk in them properly, Michael, then maybe you shouldn't wear them. Maybe you're not a flop guy. Well, then, you know, I put this on the corporation. If you're going to sell flip-flops, you should sell them with a fucking tutorial on, on which toes to curl, at what point, and then how to bring the heel to the ground properly so you're not fucking click-clacking all over the place like Wait a, a damn second. fool. Here's an idea. Okay. This is good. This is going to be good. Silent flip-flops. Okay. Think about it. I mean, they would work for me. But like, it would be like a gift. Someone would buy them for me, and then, then I'd be, like, upset. So the, the, the bottom is like a thick feltish, like a boat shoe maybe. Okay. I'm picking up And then the now. part that your foot stands on, maybe it's got like a pillow insole. Hmm. And then you can flip and flap as hard as you want, sir. Whew. Whisper quiet. When you're standing on a comforter, you don't make any noise. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Hey, no one take that. Yeah, please. I'm looking at you, China. I know we got some China downloads on our website. I know you're listening. Don't worry. Don't worry. The translate will be like, <laughs> he said silent shoe. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> silent for no, Anyway, yeah. silent flip-flops. Write that down. Yeah, I, I thought about it at one point, like getting some like Birkenstocks. But I, what does that say about you when you wear them? It says a lot. Right? You're not a stock guy. You're not just wearing thong sandals anymore that you could have picked up anywhere. You're not a Burke guy. Right? I'm not. Yeah. They got the straps. It's so serious. It's so involved. You know when you see people who shouldn't be wearing things, but they are now because oh, yeah. everyone's doing it? Mm -hmm. That's when you know it's too late. Like jorts. I see a lot of people in jorts who I'm like, nope, you shouldn't be wearing jorts. Hmm. Mostly men. There's guys... There's guys out there wearing like the tight jorts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to make the trying to make the look happen for themselves. Like, the, like I find it to be like a little bit of a hipster look, but it's more specific. Like they'll wear like a bigger shirt, but like tight jorts. Mm -hmm. And some guys can pull some body types. It makes sense. Like you're like that looks fucking cool. Like it's not the jorts for me. Don't don't think I'm writing off jorts. Mm -hmm. It's when you can't see yourself. Through like someone else's lens, you know what I mean. Like you're literally like, oh, that's a cool look. I'm gonna do that, but then you don't look in the mirror and go like, nah, it's just not like some. It's like putting a hat back. You're like, nah, this hat doesn't. That's a cool hat. Yeah, it looks good on you though. <laughs> exactly. It's a it's a nice looking hat on the shelf. But when you put it on your head, I mean, you gotta be realistic with yourself. You gotta well, go. Yeah. Is this me? That's the thing. If you. Yeah, that's especially with hats too. Like if you if you think it's a cool hat or a cool look, there's a lot of cool looks that I like. Oh yeah. But I'm just like, you know what? If I can't put this on and not feel like a fraud, then I can't wear it. Exactly. You got to fucking full blown own it. Like it's like for a while there, I was like, I wanted a cool fucking top hat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was like, that'd be fucking dope. Like they have one of those fucking old leather beat up top hats. And then I'm like, what the fuck would I do with that? Like, frame it? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> would I just leave it somewhere to be like, yeah, yeah, cool cool top hat, right? Okay. Also, I have this other thing here that I don't Hello, wear. sirs. That was, that was hundreds of dollars. <laughs> and looking back, it was a total waste. But uh, I do like it. Well, that's what happened with this tank. I'm not a tank guy. I feel like a fraud when I put it on, and I, that's how I know I shouldn't be mm. wearing tanks. Mm. It's a cool tank, though. 
Yeah, and tanks are subtle. Tanks are subtle enough. Yeah. But like that that's what I'm that's the point I'm saying. Like if I like a hat, like say anything Cam Newton wears. And you're like, oh I mean (laughs) that could be cool. We should do a new segment on the show (laughs) where we just point out something ridiculous that Cam Newton's wearing. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I mean that's just it. You get the gist. Like there's a lot of things I look at him wearing and I'm like, no, that's dumb. Right. But, like, every now and again, there'll be, like, a hat, maybe, like, an oversized, like, an oversized felt hat that's cool. Right. But then it's just like, oh, I'm not allowed to wear that. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you just don't have the f- platform. Yeah, exactly. You don't have the platform. And at the same time, like, I sometimes feel like these high fashion guys, these, um, like, athletes that are high fashion, like... They just roll out looking like complete clowns. Like, you're taking a risk when yeah. you go the, like, whatever's high fashion this week route. Yeah, but some of them aren't owning it either. I guess the point is, like, if you're going to do it, do it because that's you. And you, and you like, oh, yeah. you, you want to be that way. Not just, like, oh, we're dressing crazy now? Okay. Because it's, like, that, that feeling like a fraud inside is what makes or breaks people being able to tell if you, like, feel comfortable in what you're in or not. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, man. I think that was deep. I think that was deeper than you gave yourself credit for. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I've been wrong before, but it seemed deep from from where I sit. Am I a weird? Am I a weird? Huh? Am I one of those weirds? So, okay. So we talk about Cam Newton a little bit, but Jets are playing the Giants tonight in preseason week one, man. I mean, football is... Not quite back. Not quite back. You know me. I'm a big proponent of the preseason doesn't even freaking count. Yeah. No, it doesn't. No, I mean, like, I don't even watch the games. Yeah. Not even. The only one I'll watch is um, the third, if it's my squad. Yeah. And even then, like, once once all the starters are out, you're just like, okay. That's what I mean. I don't need to see this. All right, watch the first quarter. Now, come week one, I'm going to be screaming at the TV, throwing popcorn and shit. Oh, yeah. But that's, that's when the season starts. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is just kind of like camp. This is like summer camp before, you know, school yeah. starts. Yeah. I'm a little worried about fantasy football this year. I have fucking no idea. Like, all these young bucks coming up, I was watching a little bit of the draft to see, you know, who the dra- Jets were going to pick. Yeah. Dude. I didn't know, like, more than three guys in the first round, and it was only because they were the three guys said they could go to the Jets. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see them play. Like, I wasn't like, oh, yeah, 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 watch them at USC. Yeah, you know, <laughs> his sophomore, I thought his, he did his best his sophomore year. Nope. Nope. So it's going to be tough. Like, all the trades. Yeah, that's why I never got into it. I can't keep up. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's getting tougher and tougher every year. Yeah, it's not. I'd be like, oh, still got Donovan McNabb. Is he doing well this year? I just can't keep up with all the players. Boy, they they won't even let you get them anymore. Oh, you can't? No. Mm-mm. No. Sorry, Donovan. I'm going to have to drop you. <laughs> also like to apologize for Donovan's mom. All them soup commercials, Yeah, girl. what am I going to do with all those chunkies? <laughs> uh, but football is not yet back. On its way back. It's very close. I mean, it's around the corner, buddy. It really yeah. is. Um, another Patriots Super Bowl. What do you think? No. No? Giants? No. Raiders? No. I actually took a bet on that odds boost for the, uh, who's the new Giants quarterback? What's his name? 
Dan Jones. Yeah, Danny Jones to throw an interception. It's like plus 500. Yeah, but isn't Eli starting? Yeah, but he'll get in there. Oh, you mean in the preseason game? Tonight, like in tonight's oh, game. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a great bet. Yeah, why not? Fuck yeah. Jets D? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dude, don't really start it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. No, they, they have no depth. So hopefully Daniel Jones gets in there right away. Yeah. And I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. I mean, what the fuck? Really? You need to see Eli fucking try out for the team again? You're going to wear out his arm before the season starts? Oh, got him. <laughs> called Nerd. His, called his shit a noodle. Yeah. Yeah. You spaghetti macaroni. Fucking Eli. The worst. I can't believe he's still playing. I I can't believe he's got any, like, respect from anybody anymore. It's just like, just fucking don't. Just stop. Yeah. And look, you can never count the guy out because as soon as you do... Like the Giants win a Super Bowl somehow. Granted, both those Super Bowls they won with Eli at the helm, like he made a couple nice throws, but those games are like fourteen to nine. Yeah, the it worst was, Super Bowls it, ever. It was some ugly stuff. We're not talking about crazy quarterback performances. Yeah, certainly you're not throwing the game away and something like that, but uh Lemon. Yeah, the citrus pack has a couple roughies in there. They're all lemons left. That's that's how it goes, bro. I already took a stood on the grenade of a lime. Ugh, I got the, orange. Yeah, the orange is the best one in this pack. In fact, what? Why? Why? Why even the citrus pack? They got so many better packs. I don't know, man. Okay. Ladies love to live truly. Feel that. <laughs> Feel that. Oh man, it's Thursday. Yeah. I'm feeling good. The weather has turned. We're gonna have a nice. Nice, beautiful weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going down to North Cackalack. They're expecting the same fucking thing down there. Beautiful. Only it's going to be low 90s instead of low 80s. And I'm 100% okay with that when I got the water to just fucking plop my booty in. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll be heading down to LBI tomorrow afternoon. And I am excited. Yeah. It's going to be nice. Have you been getting fucking bumped with Friday traffic, or do you leave early enough that uh, you don't hit it so hard? Oh, uh, no. It's, we'll, we'll shoot out of here at, like, 245. Mm. Yeah, so it beats all the, the heavy traffic. You got a riding companion this weekend, huh? <sighs> Finally. Finally, my girlfriend wants to go in my car with me. Top, down, chrome spinning. For real, I'm thinking about taking the doors off. It's the weekend to do it. Yeah. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer, man. <laughs> I was looking at the weather here, and I was like, this fucking happens every time I leave. Mm-hmm. 81, 82, 82. Like, oh, what are you going to do? We had a stormy week, too. A lot of pop-up thunderstorms. Some fucking brutal storms yesterday, bro. It was like, just stand at the door and watch it kind of mm-hmm. thing. Feel bad for flooding. the Flooding everywhere. Uh-huh. I had to go the back way home from work. Turned into a very long fucking drive. But what are you going to do, man? Sometimes you just got to take the road less traveled by. Mother Nature is a bitch. Mm. She's a bitch, dude. She's, I know her. I'm fucking serious, man. She's a goddamn itch with a B. Mother Nature, you bitch. <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> fucking bitch. Hey, uh, do you want to bring back a little segment uh, we usually typically sometimes call Going Green on the show? Ooh, a little Going Green, hey? It's been a while. Checking in with 
Yashoa. That's a Hebrew name. In uh, Denver, Colorado. Let's see if we can get Joshy Poo on the line. Joshy Poo on the line. And Joshy I have his Poo song queued up this time. It's a little production oh, value for you guys shit. without a producer. No producer, and he still delivers. Is there anything the guy can't do? Let's see what we got here. As long as my channel's not muted, Mike. Yeah, I don't think so, anyway. All right. Oh, hold up. Is he not? Hold on, I got to get him He's off. coming through the phone. Is that you, Josh Green? This is Josh Green on oh, the line. Oh, please hold. Can we get much All right. It, we had it. We had it up this time, Josh. You guys had it queued up. You know, it's all about thinking in an elevated way. You know, we're, we're all just trying to think about things. You know, beyond what, beyond what the newspapers tell us, beyond what the the television tells us. You know, it's just an elevated mindset. That's what it's all about. That's there right. Go. What's going on, brother? Not much, you guys. Just you know, chilling, chilling at fifty-two eighty. It's uh, got a little. It's pretty common this time of year in the Rockies for these afternoon storms to brew up. So we get a lot of sunshine in the mornings, and uh, got a little rain shower coming through. Kind of cools things off, so it makes for nice evenings, nice sunsets. But uh, other than that, I'm good. So I'm like a villain. All right. You getting What's any hail out of that storm today? I mean, sometimes you know that is the one. That is the one thing. Sometimes you'll get these fierce hailstorms. We're a little early in the season for that because they start coming, like you know, later August, early September, when when the mountains start cooling off again. Because then that's when you get that. Uh, I'm not a meteorologist, but where the high pressure and low pressure systems kind of come together. But man, last year we had a hailstorm where I thought it was like the apocalypse. I mean, they were like. Like softball. I'm not even kidding. I mean, like softball size hail. Got my car smashed up pretty bad. But, um, mm. yeah, I know. I know it. That That's is... really the only downside I would say is that, that those late summer hailstorms, they can be they can be pretty gnarly. And they come on so fast, you know. You don't know, like, you know, so if you're just parked outdoors, it's kind of like you got you to gotta work fast. You got to move fast because they come on quick. I was just complaining that I left my sunroof cracked open for a passing shower here in New Jersey, but uh, yeah, it sounds worse. Getting no, full mess, dented up. No, Tara, man. I mean, they really do. Like, I, I mean, it dinged up my windshield. I mean, I don't know what they they valued it at, but yeah. Act that, of God. That's the only downside, but everything else is everything else is gravy. How are you guys? We're chilling, man. We're sweating it out to the oldies up here. Yeah, you guys up in the loft? Yes, sir. Yeah, we started a little earlier start tonight, and the sun's still out baking this attic up, you know. So we, uh, we've got a bit of a heat to contend with. Not much humidity today, though, so we're lucky with that. You guys sipping on some cool beverages? Absolutely. Sipping on Trulies, baby. Citrus Ooh. pack. The citrus mix pack. Abra, abra. Josh, you know what, Josh? I'm not even that drunk. Yeah, I I can believe that, Jerry. <laughs> Your tolerance is up there too, though. Yeah, I don't know. We all all of ours. Yeah, no. Yeah, don't it is. Don't, yeah, it is. Don't pump them up. <laughs> pump my tires, kid. 
No, Josh, um, we had talked a little off the air. Um, I don't want to go too somber, but I did want to get into this with you because I know you had some narrative-related things. Um, sure. Obviously, we're, we're a little late to this party because we try and keep the atmosphere to light on this show. We didn't cover it last week, but there's been a couple more mass shootings. And I hate to say it like that, but I kind of have to say it like that anymore. It's like they just keep fucking happening. And... Yeah, I just wanted to get your take on how, not the mass shootings themselves, because at this point it's so difficult. Like, we don't even see any like exposés on like <laughs> these innocent people that lost their lives in this senseless act. We just right. see more about the shooter. They, they like that, that's the concentration, and then and then the narrative. Everyone just grabs a fucking gun control, gun rights thing, and you know we we, we end up in that debate. Um, obviously second amendment rights and, and we end up in the narrative of like mental health and it's just it just seems like a fucking shame that uh you know here we are again in another media expose of how can we drive our fucking narrative home any harder yeah no i know and we've we've talked about it on this podcast before um I mean, you don't really have the words for it, you know. I mean, what you know, what can you say that hasn't already been said? But um, it is kind of sad to see, you know. I think it was Mike Cachabato who was on last time when we talked about it, and he, uh, you know, he pointed out that Colorado was where, you know, of course that was Columbine High School. That was kind of the first, um, you know, what you would, you know, the first tragedy um, school shooting um, situation, and then of course they had more recently the Aurora Movie Theater, but. You know, it's it's not just it's not just one state. You know, it's a national um, it's a national crisis epidemic, whatever you want to call it. And um, you know, we've kind of like I said, we've delved into the issue before. I wish I had the answer. I wish I had some, you know, some solution for it. I just I don't. Uh, it's something. I guess it's easier for me to just kind of zone out and not even. You know, you, you just feel so bad for the, like you said, the innocent people involved and. You see it on the news and the images come through. You know, we live in a society today that's so fed by imagery. You know, everything, it's kind of the double-edged sword of technology that we talked about. And and, um, and and media and social media, you know, it allows us to get this information more quickly. But at the same time, it, it um, you know, we're so flooded with it that there's, there's no time to, you know, digest or... Um, you know, even try to begin to make sense of, um, you know, one incident versus the next that all, everything just kind of comes out so quickly. And then it becomes a, you know, like you said, fits into either one narrative or the other. We're also, um, partisan with, with everything in terms of our social debates. You're, you either have to be on one side or the other. There's not a lot of room for nuance anymore. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I don't know how you, you know, I don't, I don't know how you even begin to tackle an issue like that. I mean, uh, you know, Mike, you and I talked about this before. I mean, I don't see the need really why civilians should have access to, you know, military style assault weapons. Um, you know, I, I, I just it's it's one of those things that, you know, it keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. And I, I don't know what the deal is with these with the mass shootings, you know, and the the media coverage. And it's just it almost seems like a. You know, like when you watch the movies and it shows the news clips one after the other, you know, it's just almost like a vicious cycle type thing. Um, it really is crazy. It, I mean, it's, it's almost like programming. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just desensitized, you know, type thing. And um, it's scary. I mean, it's scary. I mean, I don't have kids of my own yet, but I, I hope to one day. And, you know, I wonder now, send, you know, when I send them off to school, am I going to worry about stuff like that? And Dude, uh, I was at the movies and I was sitting there thinking like, damn, I should have picked a better seat, like further back. Because you got to assign your seats now here, here in most movie theaters in New Jersey. You got to pick where you're going to sit. And I just, I had this fleeting moment, came and went, no, not a big deal, right? But I was like, fuck, man, I, this is, this is a terrible seat if something goes down. And then I'm like, really? Am I fucking, like, am I having that thought in passing? Like, I just went, went to the movies. You know, this, this should not, we, sh- we shouldn't have to fucking deal with this. Yeah, but after, yeah. After 9-11, I think that kind of put the fear in everyone's eyes for everything. Like, the shooting stuff happening at this rate is terrible. Honestly, like, it's it's sickening. But, like, I feel like you're going to have that fear, like, when you said about your kids, you're going to have that fear about a lot of things with your kids, no matter what they're doing. It's not just going to be that. It's going to be a thought in the back of your mind no matter what. And that's just, like, how the world is now. And it's a shame. But... Again, like, you can't live in fear. Like they say, like, after 9-11, everyone was scared to go outside. Everyone was scared right. to go do things. But, you know, what the answer was to go and and live your lives and do everything that you wanted to do. Don't let fear hold you back from doing things or experiencing the world. Because, you know what, if it happens, it happens. And there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do to stop it. There's, there's no reason to live in fear. If you live in fear, that's how people and and people and organizations that do these things want it to operate. That's why they do them. They want people to be scared and they want people to not be out there and doing what they want to do or be happy. Like that's the whole point of this stuff. And it's just sad. So the only answer is to continue to do what you love to do and keep doing things and, and spending time with loved ones and friends and doing things that make you happy. Bite the soap. (laughs) Bite the fucking soap. I don't know what that means. But I know, I know, Josh, you also had, when we talked about a media narrative and things like that, you also, you also had some interesting things to say on the lines of, of a narrative. Well, I mean, you know, we, um, I mean, it's, it's the world we live in now. I mean, everything, you know, you used to, um, you know, we don't, it's not a, we don't live in a society anymore where you get the facts and then you get to make up the mind for yourself. You know, now, now the news, if you turn on the news, you know, they tell you something that some politician tweeted or somebody, you know, you get you get fed a, um, a storyline rather than, um, you know, back in the Walter Cronkite days, I think it was more, you know, you, you got the facts and then, um, you know, you kind of got to make up your mind for yourself. And I think, again, I, I, I hate to keep going back to it, but I do think it has a lot to do with with media and social media, the internet, you know, it's just, um, if you ain't first, you're last. It's true. I mean, instead of, instead of getting, you know, the, the facts and instead of having a, a logical conversation about a thing, you know, we just, we just get force fed, uh, you know, either one narrative or the other and then, and then fight about it, uh, which seems kind of counterproductive to me. It's true. You're hitting on it a little bit. And but also like the darker side of that narrative and pushing the narrative is, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, Josh, but we're going to dip our toe. We're going to dip our toe into the conspiracy pool real quick. 
But you have the Jeffrey Epstein thing going on. You have the him wanting to impregnate like a bunch of women with his seed, and then all these things coming out about ex-presidents and current presidents being on his plane to his private island where he was sex trafficking underage girls. All this is slowly starting to come out. Child pedophile rings are getting exposed with high, high people in politics. And then, boom. We got the Dayton shooter. And where was the other one? Yeah, El, El Paso. El Paso and Dayton shootings come out. And then all of a sudden, all that other stuff is just swept away and everyone's focusing on this, the gun control issue again. You know what I'm saying? I'm well, not, I, I hear you. And, and I'm not, um, I'm a conspiracy theorist. You know, the term conspiracy theorist is kind of, it's a little bit of a misnomer. I mean, I think in today's world, you have to, you have to be, you know, somewhat of a skeptic. Question um, everything. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I, I don't think that, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, connecting the dots or, you know, that's the thing. It's become, it's become, it's almost backwards. You know, we're, we get fed, force fed so much information that when somebody wants to challenge that, then they're labeled a, a, a wacko or a conspiracy theorist or something like that. And, you know, sometimes I hear people who other people might call conspiracy theorists and they actually sound more logical than some of the, some of the media personalities on TV. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. It's just weird. I mean, I don't, I don't want to go on a, on a, trail here or say anything about the incidents that happened i just find it funny with the timing of the way these things go like i mean i feel like a couple episodes ago i was saying you know i feel like nothing's happened in a while i feel like something's about to happen you know what i'm saying like there hasn't been anything in the news for a couple of weeks and we're gonna need something to like derail here and then look what happens and it's just when all this little slow information is starting to come out about people at the top are somehow, like, all connected to this shit that it's, like, the the light is starting to shine. Like, I heard through the conspiracy wheel rumblings that, like, there's a, a Hillary Rodham Clinton video apparently supposed to be released in August, like, that may or may not have been found on Anthony Weiner's computer, and it's all connected to Epstein, and it's all connected to child pedophile rings, and it's all connected to oh. um, uh, sex trafficking and child trafficking and the there's been evidence of like scrubbing on Hillary's social media's sites as of late in like her ties with Epstein and her ties with this Ooh. and that but apparently like all the cop suicides in New York City that have been happening recently are tied into this video of Hillary that something is so bad so unspeakable that, like, people who have seen it or are involved in the case are either being suicided or just, like, can't handle the world that we're living in right now and can't handle what's about to happen. And, like, these mass shooting slash gun control issues that always pop up are always popping up when something big is going to, like, shift the the power structure at the top. Well, I think, I think that's an astute observation, Jerry. I mean, I... I know you guys aren't trying to have a conspiracy theory podcast or anything like that. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but man, this, this Jeff Epstein stuff is, it's, it's pretty wild. I mean, it is, I mean, I agree. And it goes, sounds like it goes all the way to the top. Yeah. Um, so, so fucked up, isn't it? Like, it's like somehow yeah. you get into a power circle and then it's like, well, you gotta, and then you, you gotta like, pay to play, there's baby. like weird fucking shit going on. And yeah. I mean, I don't know how you fall so far from 
Like you have it all, so you you need more? No, that's the way to the top. That's the key. It's not about being at the top and then you turn sour. The way to the top is playing ball and knowing people and being willing to get your your fingers dirty. Is Ooh. that the saying? No, that's not the saying. <laughs> get your feet dirty? Get your hands dirty, right? Get your hands dirty. You yeah. got to get something dirty to make it to the top. There's that's a dirty the part of you. And in order to get to the top, you got to climb a, a chaotic, secretive ladder. And then to stay at the top, you got to play ball. Hmm. Disgusting. You know any good jokes, Josh? I, I don't have. What, what, did the, uh, what did the buffalo uh, say to his uh, son when he left for work in the morning? Uh, bye, son. Bye, son. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got any other good ones? <laughs> More uh, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new with you? What's give us give us something light that you've been enjoying recently in your life? Yeah, I want to talk about Lewis Hamilton. What's that? I want to I want to switch gears on you guys a little bit. Is that the play? Uh, no, that is not the play. Like when he first said this to me earlier pitched it i was picturing a guy with one of those wigs that they they wear in parliament yeah are no. you guys having pre-production meetings without me well i was just chatting with my guy yeah, just chatting it up just chatting it up okay yeah but no, no. Who is Hamilton? he's a uh, formula one driver um i don't know jerry how familiar you are with formula one it's these really fast cars um they race them all over the world uh, so there's circuits in Monaco, Australia, Azerbaijan. Um, oh, Azerbaijan. Lewis Hamilton is, Born January 7th, 1985. He's 34 years old from Stevenage, United Kingdom. Yes, Stevenage. Yeah, that is, yes, yes. That's the Lewis Hamilton. He yeah, is uh, all about him. the most successful British driver in the history of the sport. Um, he has more world championship titles and more race victories than any other British driver in Formula One. And he holds records in uh, all-time career points, uh, the most wins at different circuits, so 26, all-time most pole positions at 87, and the most Grand Slams in a season with three. Wow. I don't even know what a Formula One Grand Slam is, but I assume that it's Three majors? <laughs> he won the Masters, the PGA Championship. <laughs> and... No, no, no. This guy, I'm not going to lie to you. This guy um, is... The only name I know in Formula One, other than Mario Andretti, who's long since retired. I think, like, his son's race now. Oh, he drives for Mercedes. Oh, no. (laughs) There's also Sebastian Vettel. Sebastian Um, Vettel, yep. He's in there. But that's that's it. From the annals of F1 history, and then whatever um, Sasha Baron Cohen's um, (laughs) character was in in, uh, Talladega Nights. Oh, Michael Schumacher. I've heard yeah, of that. Michael yeah, Michael Schumacher. I watched yeah. that movie with Thor when Thor was a race car driver, and there was another guy that was also a race car driver. And they were friends in real life, but they were like enemies on the track. Oh, and there was a bad accident? Yeah. I've seen oh, that yeah, show. yeah. Uh, Nicky Lauda. Um, oh, I'm yes. On the, uh, the Brit's name. Nicky Lauda. Um, played by Chris Hemsworth in the film. That guy I, retired after that, right? The, the, uh, no, he actually he mounted a comeback, and I think he ended up uh, winning um, another another Grand Prix after that really bad accident. Oh yeah, yeah, not Lauda. Um, uh, we know about Lauda. Yeah. I was talking about yeah. the uh, 
Thor. Thor, oh. like after that, he was like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah, I think he kind of, I think he kind of flamed out a little bit after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, back to my guy Lewis. <laughs> And, and if you guys, if you guys are Jerry, I don't know if you've got him pulled up on the computer. I mean, he's a tan he's fella. A, yeah, he's a handsome. He's a handsome lad. He's a handsome chap. Um, youngest driver. I'm just going to list some more of this guy's records. Youngest driver <laughs> to lead the world championship, <laughs> most points in a debut season in 2007, uh, most pole positions with 87, most pole positions in a debut season with six in 2007. I mean, the guy most calendar wins in one month. That was July 2016. Uh, he won two back-to-backs, and then um, he holds the record for most points in a season without winning a Grand Prix. Uh, then he came back and back-to-back again in 17 and 18. That's the Grand um, Slam, by the way. It's the Grand Prix. Mm. The Grand Prix, and he's and he's he's killing it right now. Um, I think he's leading the standings right now. Um, the guy is just uh, just absolutely phenomenal at his craft. Um, also has the record for most consecutive race finishes with 33, which is hard to do in Formula One because those guys crash out all the time. But I just I've, I've been thinking about Lewis a lot because I've been watching some F1. And, you know, I, I think that I, I may not be right about this, but Formula One is the most watched sport in the world next to soccer. And for some reason in America, people don't really seem to care. And when you think about NASCAR, it's not like Americans don't like car. I mean, we love our cars. Americans love cars. We love driving. We love being in our cars. We love putting stickers of sea turtles on our cars. But for some reason, the idea, you know, na- like think about NASCAR. You basically just get into a stock car. American cars, Josh. American you cars. Pedal to the metal. And you're just drafting the whole time. And you're just right. You know, I mean, pole position matters a little bit. But pretty much you're just flooring it and just hanging on and, and cornering and that's it. Whereas these Formula One drivers, I mean, these guys are I mean, you gotta know the course, you gotta know, you know, pole position, you gotta know I mean, the the skill and the craft is just so much more advanced. And yet and here's this guy, we're witnessing history with this guy. And yet most Americans, you know, don't even know his name. I mean, it's, it's just you know, I I, I just I always kind of try to bring the global perspective to this podcast and it fascinates me that, um, you know, we're like scrolling that Tiger Woods has some back stiffness for the FedEx cup playoff. Um, I mean, he's clearly like not in his prime anymore and we're still more obsessed with that. And meanwhile, you've got this other athlete, uh, you know, across the pond who's just absolutely dominating in his prime. And um, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting to me. It is interesting, but you're trying to bring global awareness to America by Lewis Hamilton and Formula One racing. Josh, there's open market slave trading going on in Libya ever since we took out Gaddafi. And this is what you want to talk about on our show. This is a serious show, goddammit. And Lewis Hamilton has too many ear piercings. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm bringing down the, I know I'm bringing down the, uh, the uh, gravity of the show talking about Formula One <laughs> racing. But Mike, you know, it's the same thing. I mean, think about with soccer. I mean, it took years it wasn't like kids in America weren't playing soccer. I mean, all ki- soccer is like the most popular uh, youth sport in America. But how long did it take for MLS? You know, there were so many different attempts at forming a professional soccer league in the U.S. And it never caught on. And then when the MLS was formed, you know, it, it still took years before, you know, it's just now finally with David Beckham coming over to the Galaxy 
now there's finally some uh you know some talent some big signings and and the league has gotten more competitive well they finally got the money they 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 finally got the uh the money to pay people and like you see Zlatan Ibrahimovic coming over and and some of these some of these players in Europe that are in the twilight of their career and can't compete on the world stage are now coming here and pushing the game forward. I think it's a good thing uh, for for U.S. soccer, for the MLS, and obviously for any soccer fans because basically now you're seeing big networks sign European leagues, which is soccer that most soccer fans actually want to watch. Um, and the MLS is doing its job coming, coming in. Yeah, I, but I, our core four is too big, and there's too many stars and money in our core four for room for other sports and superstars. I don't know, man. I was watching like a, it was like a LAFC Atlanta United. They pack those stadiums, man. I mean, there are people who it just, I, Mike, I mean, you, you were a soccer player. I mean, don't you think it's curious? I mean, how it wasn't like soccer wasn't popular here. It just, the, the professional sport didn't, it's just not part of the narrative. I mean, and that's, and that's why we end up talking about this earlier is like, you look at the narratives, it's like NASCAR is the narrative. NASCAR is making money. American media gets to control what time it's on. You know, they put it in prime time. Same thing with the NFL. You look at, you look at any major sport and they're going, okay, NBC, NBC sports. We got Wednesday night rivalry. We got, we're going to, tell these leagues when to put the best games on our networks at these times. They have these flex games now. You can't do that with Formula One. I mean, one week it's going to be in, in, you know, Hong Kong, and you can get the media at any point. So, you know, it's the middle of the night here, but you can't air it at 8 p.m. on NBC Sports and bill it that way. So I I think that, that definitely has a lot to do with it in this country. It's like, you know, the media conglomerate has figured out when we're available, when we want to watch. And that it's, I mean, is there anything better than fucking Monday night football? Like talk about like you sit there all day and you're just like, it's fucking Monday, but then your squad's on Monday night or you got a nice beefy division matchup Monday night on a cold soldier field turf, something like that. I mean, you got to love that. That's, that's, that's what it is. And you know, for F1 fans around the world, like maybe it is part of it. Like I know in Ireland, Airbnbs were still selling electricity <laughs> separately. <laughs> like literally they're like, well, maybe you don't want it. We won't charge you the extra money. You know, I, I just think around the world, people live very differently than Americans. Well, well, basketball caught on. I mean, you know, we, that was an American sport that now, you know, they're playing that in China. They play it all over. They play it all over Europe. They've got Spanish leagues. Well, yeah, but, but we have IndyCar here. Well, that's, that's true. Yeah, but that's you're not going to see Lewis Hamilton in an IndyCar race because he's making 40 million pounds a year. That's just right. for fucking racing for yeah. Mercedes. I team. saw Sylvester Stallone drive a Formula One race car on the highway. Crawl? You never crawl. <laughs> but the one thing I can't, I, I still don't understand cricket. I mean, I could sit down with somebody to explain cricket to me for like a full eight hours in a room. And I still have no fucking clue what those guys are doing. It's all about the wickets. Yeah, I, I, will... I don't even know what a wicket is. Oh, well, the I wickets are between a wicket and a crumpet. The wickets are on or the pitch, crumpet. and you've got to knock over the wickets, and you've got a certain amount of swings to hit the wickets, and then the pitchers are bowlers. Yes, bowl. 
It's very British. And then India was ruled by Britain forever, so they adopted the sport. And now they fucking kick ass at it. You don't see a lot of Indian athletes because they're all playing cricket. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at Australia, too. Australia's got three different football leagues. You got Australian rules, you got rugby, and you got football. Like, they just adopted all of them, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's I don't know. It's personal preference. Football to catch on in, in, uh, in Europe, and they just can't do it. They tried to do, like, NFL Europe back in the 80s, and it tanked. Well, it's know, the they, same. Keep, they keep insisting on doing these London games where they, you know, and it's just. It's the same reason know. why Formula One isn't big here or soccer isn't huge here. Like, yeah, they're trying to adopt it, but they have they have soccer. They have their football. And that's so big there that they don't have room for whatever they're trying to adopt. The same thing is, you know, we've got our football, hockey, baseball, basketball. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we can try and get hockey popular or soccer popular or Formula One popular. But. Everyone was so diehard for so long on the core four. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's the same in different places. Yeah, I agree. I, I just, I do see you a little bit better of better agree with me. Well, I mean, Mike, you, you know, you, you know, this young Christian Pulisic who you pointed out to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there is a little bit of a sea change going on. Um, well, let's I, hope. I mean, look, he got signed by a big English club. If you're not familiar, Christian Pulisic, captain of the United States team, in my mind, but uh, apparently Michael Bradley still plays. Um, Pulisic, he's 20, I think, right now. He's 20 years old. And he just got signed by Chelsea to replace Eden Hazard, who was basically their their mainstay, their, their number 10. Now Pulisic is going to wear number 10 for a big English club. and That's unprecedented. It's that's and Wayne Rooney's number. It's huge. It's <laughs> it's it's also the number of Pelé. Um, yeah, no, it's a huge thing, but it could go south. I mean, I don't know that he's ready for that kind of oh. in well, in and out. I, like oh. playing in the Premier League every week is no small. It's kind of like when people tell me like, oh, like NBA basketball, like it's fucking hard to play eighty-two games in the NBA. Like I look at it and I go, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it is. But really, like, when I sit there and think about it, like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get fucking body checked by a 7-foot, 300-pound dude over and over again as I'm just trying to shoot a fucking jump shot. Like, yeah, that is difficult, right? You're you're trying to sprint up and down the court, think the game. Sprint. You know, look, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying here is Pulisic has an uphill battle to fight. I'm proud of him for getting there and, and for... Uh, you know, where like re- being ready to kind of wear that badge. I think it'll advance American soccer big time if he's able to do it. But I don't know. He's still kind of like a small, like wiry kid. Like I have my doubts that it's going to work out there over a forty game season. I, I hear you, Mike. But you, I mean, you, you, I mean, just the eye test. I mean, you know, Landon Donovan had some had some appearances in the Premier League. Clint Dempsey as well. But if you if you watch this Pulisic kid in some of those Gold Cup matches at 20 years old, I mean he is head and shoulders above everybody every every other American on the team. Yeah, for I mean sure. he, he does things that you you just had American you just never never seen an American soccer player like that before. And if you're so, wondering, he is he could have played for Croatia. He oh, has, he's a dual citizen. Yeah, he has he has that ability, and he chose to play for America. He's raised here. And I'm glad he did. 
but he probably would have played for Croatia. And, you know, it's also interesting with baseball, how all these great players come out of like the Dominican and Cuba and all of that. I don't know. I guess I'm just fascinated by, you know, sports on a global scale. Like why certain, well, you're not going to see a lot of people playing anything other than baseball in the Dominican. And it comes down to like the basketball, the theory of why the best athletes in America play basketball. Basketball is accessible to everyone. All you need is a ball. And you can play some form of the game. There's also public courts everywhere, indoor, outdoor, whatever it is. But, like, it's not a huge financial investment to play basketball. That's why soccer is so big globally, too. It's the same thing. You can play soccer, you know, with no shoes on in the street, you know. And and baseball is very similar. You know, you can learn to hit a baseball without a glove, without, you know. But, I mean, how much of an investment is a glove, right? You know, you save up, you buy a glove, and then you're on the field. You can have the same glove for 10 years. Lord knows I do. So, Mike, getting back to football, you've got your uh, your Jets squaring off against uh, the Crosstown Rivals, the Cross River Rivals. It's the MetLife Bowl. We're actually playing this year in the regular season, so I'm looking forward to that one a little bit more. Week 10, we'll be playing the lowly Giants, who I expect to be lowly again this year. Um, Saquon Barkley is an incredible talent, but that's about all oh, I have. Oh, that guy. Man, he – oh, my gosh. I was just, like, watching, like – they were showing like his workouts or something. Gee whiz. And his, uh, his uncle, I think, was uh, uh, is Iran Barkley, the heavyweight fighter back from the 80s. I mean, that dude, Saquon, he is just a rare athlete. Like when you watch that dude, whew, that combination of strength and speed. I mean, yeah, he's a beast. Mm. There's no other way mm. to say it. He's just a fucking beast. I mean, I doubt, <laughs> I doubt, I doubt he can drive like Lewis Hamilton, but he could beat the living Probably shit not. out of him. <laughs> yeah, I, not that that's really the way to quantify it, but like, I think if you were to put those two up in most sports, Saquon would get the better uh, of of Lewis Hamilton there. Oh, no, I think Lewis will run laps around him. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you think Lewis would take pole position? <laughs> Nicely done. I see what you did there, Mikey. So, how are your Jets going to be this year? How, how are you feeling? I I would I see them as a 500 squad this year. I would love huh. to project them better than that, but I just don't see them having the talent all over the field. I mean, we still need a, a number one wide receiver, which we don't have. We've got yeah. Who are the Jets wide receivers? Do you still have that kid out of Temple? Yeah, Robbie Anderson's our number one right now, and I I miss my sister goes to Temple. She's a faithful owl, but. Really? Uh, I am not a fan of Robbie Anderson. Smokes weed at, once a year and gets <laughs> caught for it, which is just, I mean, for me, it's like the NFL offseason is the longest offseason in professional sports. Yeah. If you get just caught for weed. smoke weed in the offseason, dude. Yeah. I, I, it's unbelievable the guys that get caught doing dumb shit in the league. The Jets offseason is literally like from week 14 of the actual season until now. I mean, that's fucking, like, November to July. And they have kind of a heads up when they're getting drug tested, too. Yeah. I don't understand these guys that keep getting caught at the airport. Who is the football player that got caught at the airport? Like, he was going from New York to California, and he got caught with weed in a uh, Arizona iced tea, the fake Arizona iced tea can. It's probably a guy on the Jets. 
Um, no, oh, why am I blanking on the guy's name? Was uh, this like a famous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, uh, oh, man, that's going to drive me nuts. First of all, that's the dumbest thing ever because weed is legal in California. And that's, what I'm that's what makes no sense about that. Like, dude, why, you could just go to California and then just buy weed as soon as you get there. Like, why, why would you? <laughs> He's a TikTok. That's what he is. Oh, man. He's TikTarded. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. I mean, it's tough. It's tough to watch these fucking guys fuck up their like dream life for the rest of us. And that's yeah, that's somehow. I mean, that's that's the microcosm of the New York Jets. That's what's gonna happen. They're they're gonna be eight and eight this year. They got a good quarterback. They don't have a number one receiver. They got a fucking sleaze ball. And then a bunch of number twos, and it's like, who's going to play in that number two spot? And then, you know, who knows what Le'Veon Bell's going to give you after a season off. I, I don't subscribe to the fact that he's going to come back at an MVP caliber. They got nice new uniforms, though. You like them? I don't like them. I like them. Yeah. You don't like the new unis? Yeah, I thought they were kind of sharp. They're going all white tonight. We'll see. We'll see. D'Angelo Russell, not a football player, basketball player. D'Angelo Russell got got pinched at a... Flying out of uh, JFK to on a flight to California with weed in the Arizona iced tea can. I mean, come on, D'Angelo. Either that, that was the best weed ever, or <laughs> he's just a fucking moron. Hey, fly private. <laughs> yeah, hey, fly private. Try private. I mean, so many ways around it. I just don't get these guys. Is it because they have like so many people around them that pack their bag for them? They genuinely don't even know what's in their bag when they get caught. No, or, it's just it's just used to having yes men all around you. You think you can do whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the rules don't apply. It's like I'm, you know, studies show that successful people uh tend to believe more that rules don't apply to them. Huh. Yeah, of course. That's what makes that's why psychopaths run the world. <laughs> it all comes back. <laughs> I'm serious. It's like uh CEOs, there's like Ninety-five percent of all CEOs have like the psychopath slash sociopath trait. Oh yeah, you have to. Which is I feel like that makes you a better CEO. Which is another thing. Like I I read recently that was interesting to me. Um, there's this thing called like imposter syndrome, hmm. and apparently, like almost all people have it. It's like you have this feeling of like whatever you're doing at your job or whatever you're doing, you always have this slight feeling of like you're not as good as as you're portrayed or like you're not like you don't you're not doing as well as you sh- should we be googling this well uh, my hands are tied <laughs> <laughs> no i i mean jerry's touching on i i get what he's saying the impos- yeah it's basically like in anything you're doing even if you're like really great at your job there's always a slight bit of you where like you feel like you don't deserve the success you have because of like you're you're not as good as everyone thinks. Like it's this weird trait that we all innately have. And the only reason I bring that up, which I, I thought that was interesting, was because that the people that don't have that are labeled as either sociopaths or psychopaths, and those are the people that are most successful because they do view their success as well deserved or they do see themselves at the best at what they do because they don't have that trait slash they don't have that empathy where they actually care about what other people think. Does that make Does that make yeah, sense? Yes, yes, that sense of introspection, of course. I mean, it makes sense to me. 
Well, when I see stuff like that too, like I always, uh, you look inward, right? You like look at yourself right. and you're like, do I have this imposter syndrome? And it's not like I'm out here changing the world or doing like any, any like great work. But like, yeah, in like certain things you do kind of feel like a fraud or like you do feel like you're not doing like well or you don't deserve sure. the success maybe you have in certain situations. Like, it's weird. It's weird to think about that. Like, almost all of humans have that. It must be, like, some primitive part of the brain that was, like, innate in us for survival at some point. Joshua? No, sorry. I was just pondering that. I mean, that that's... I mean, leave it to Jerry to just kind of really strike a chord. Well, you know, um, I gotta... I'm a thinker. Yeah. I like to think oh. about things. Like, that's... I also read another study about, like, they just realized people who have, like, a lot of general knowledge but not necessarily, like, specific knowledge, which I like to think of myself as. Okay. I was waiting for that lead-in. Um, <laughs> so, like, the pathways in your brain are apparently, like, linked differently if you have, like, a lot of general knowledge. Like, you know me. I, I have all these dumb facts of, like, stupid things that I know. Oh, yeah. If you're ever in a trivia situation, you need this guy. But, yeah, I don't have, like, a certain knowledge of a certain subject or certain things. I just kind of, like, and I always attributed that to, like, my thinking brain. Like, I always think about, like, dumb stuff, and I always want to, like, I want to learn. Like, I want to know new stuff. So if there's something that I'm thinking about, then I'll go and I'll look it up, and I'll, like, want to learn about it. But they are saying that there's these pathways that the brain is wired different in those people that have just kind of have general knowledge, like the firings and the linkages are different than other people who have like specific knowledge on certain things, which is kind of weird because you do, you write, you have those people that are like really skilled in math and then like not necessarily in like social skills or whatever, but like the general knowledge people, their pathways are like neurally linked in a certain way. Huh. That's fascinating. It really is. I'd love to see like some, some more on that. Not like real brainy more, but like, you know, somebody who was there and could explain it to me in layman's terms still. I kind of did there, right? No? Yeah. I get yeah. the gist. I totally get the gist. But like, there's got to be some sort of... Well, well, here's the thing I about... I just want a name for it. Maybe I just want a name. Okay. Well, here's the thing about people with general knowledge and their pathways, Michael. Jerry like general. me. Um, we don't know a lot about of a lot. We know a little about a lot. So, like, I read that article, yeah, but did I, like, know a lot about it? No, I just kind of pick it up and then I store it. Boom. And then I spit out some regurgitated bullshit about what I perceived. And you like you, them apples. And there you go. And that's how you become a general knowledge expert. Well, apparently you can't become it. It's just got to oh, be yeah, there. It's the way you're wired. It's just got to be Which there. Which is true because I do. I think about dumb shit. I'm a weird Well, it's all relative. I mean, you know, intellectual curiosity is a, it's a positive quality. Don't, yeah, but don't beat yourself up, Jerry. But about non-intellectual subjects <laughs> is my problem. Like I was thinking about the wind the other day, dude. <sighs> Have you ever thought That's about the wind? I, I think about the wind. Do you? Of course. Where does it come from? Yeah, right. Where does it come from? Where does it originate? Wind. Yeah. Yeah. Who, and what's, it affects what's, so much. I mean, think about how much it affects. What's blowing what? We we all feel it every day, and we, we all just kind of take it for granted. Exactly. What What is blowing what, and where's it start, and where's the first blow come from? Like, does it just, does it just, like, start? Yeah, it's energy. Yeah, but where? from? Energy is, is a product 
of something usually. Yeah, change like drastic changes in pressure. Yeah, pressure changes, and then what's blowing actually? <laughs> Dude, tell me. I don't. I I couldn't explain that to you. Josh was saying it earlier. I'm not a meteorologist either, but everything is energy, right? Yes. Like you could apply your, your same logic to anything. Where does electricity start? Well, that has a causal and effect situation. I mean, I guess wind does too. That's what I'm saying is what's right. the answer there? It's Googleable. It's worth a Google. It's worth a Google. <laughs> hey, have you guys talked about the uh, planet GJ357D? I had Super Earth. I legit just like no, we read talked about, about this the other um, day. F... I213Z, uh, but that was weeks ago now, and I, I couldn't even tell you what. This what is we the talking. Earth-like planet like near a dying star, right? And it's like 35 yeah. million, how many million light years away? 35? Yeah, it's like 37 million light years away, yes. And it's like a super Earth? Yes. Like bigger than Earth? Is that what that means? Well, they think that it's sustainable. Like the NASA tells us that it it supports water like they drew these renderings of it and it's kind of trippy they like drew these illustrations and it it basically looks like like earth like it's got clouds oh, and it's, water on it oh it's like it triple stuff. the size of earth too i think yeah it's, it's just bigger it's just closer like a, a to the earth. sun and the sun is like a dying star hmm. yeah trippy so air in motion the energy that drives wind originates with the sun which heats the earth unevenly creating warm spots and cool spots Two simple examples of this are sea breezes and land breezes. Sea breezes occur when inland areas heat up and sunny afternoons. Oh, and on sunny afternoons, yeah, you got it. And that's it because I didn't click it. I I just that's the blurb. It cuts where, off after that. <laughs> where does where does wind we'll, come from? On the next going green, we'll be discussing adiabatic cooling and its effects on the atmosphere. Ooh! <laughs> wow! Well, you better start your research there, Josh. I'll get some topics together for you guys. Hey, so I am a pentameter. I think my time is up. Um, <laughs> as soon as Jared starts talking about where does wind come from, eerie, anyway, no, eerie. I, mean, learned I learned something new today, which I learn something new every time I come on the pod. That's why I love I love coming on, and I'm I'm always thrilled that you guys have me on. A couple of so. other things, Josh. Before you go, think, look up blood. What's the deal with that? Um, <laughs> Um, comas. What? You just sleep? You're just sleeping? Okay, look at that stuff, man. Why do we do it? Why? Huh? Why do we need it? What's that? What's going on? Anyway, Josh, it's been a fucking pleasure, my man. You're a true gem. It was a pleasure. Always is. All right, Josh. We'll we'll catch up. up there in the loft. We'll do. We're trying, brother. We'll do. And you get through that shower with no dents on the car. All right, you got it. Be good, fellas. We'll check in with you again, buddy. Over and out. out. There you have it. Going green. Going green. Can we get much higher? Always interesting to talk to Josh. Always interesting to get that perspective. Guy comes prepared, too. I'll I'll give him that. My man is is a good dude, and he knows how to talk. Big words. He's a big words guy. He's a thinker. I can tell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a profound guy. It's almost nice to have a little distance between us. I'd love to see the guy more. Don't get me wrong. But when you hang out with Josh, he tends to be the quiet one. Yeah. So it is nice to get him in this forum 
just just chit chat. Where he has to talk because he's not here. Yeah. yeah, it is nice. Old Joshy boy. Old Joshy boy, dude. You've been on this TikTok. What's going on TikTok? I just kind of like I see I I see a bunch of cringy videos on TikTok, and I was like wondering. I'm gonna maybe not blow your mind because you probably figured I don't know a lot of shit. But what the fuck is TikTok? So TikTok is an app. It basically it used to be Musically. Do you remember Musically? I I remember music. Musically was an app where like they would play a song and you would lip sync over it in a video. Or, like, you would do a dance to it. Okay. And then it turned into TikTok. And TikTok has become now kind of like, uh, I guess people, like, lip sync and dance to music and stuff. But there's, like, this whole avenue of, like, very special people hmm. that make very cringy TikTok videos. Okay. Um, I wanted to find specific examples because there's some gold ones out there, but... So basically, just to wet your noodle, I'll see if we could like go through this video of like the cringiest ones and see if you can get an idea of what it is. Fuck it, play it. Okay, let's see here. They will be making TikTok, and uh, it, it, it's gotten worse. Okay. Yo, Grandma, is that you? But I have oh, to be on please. Scrubby's video. Oh no, we got a narrator. This guy actually needs to chill out a bit. All right, this is not. Yeah. No. God damn it! Is this guy also cutting back to his game of Fortnite? Yeah, I think he's doing In like this? a stream. Cyrus. Is that um, Cyrus's YouTube channel. Okay. Okay. Let me see. Th these are weird, but they're definitely. Are you sure not you want to do this, little girl? I mean, what if? What if we're dangerous? Yeah, you're not dangerous at all. Why do Why do people feel the need to like? Commentate on every fucking video on the internet. I, I you know what I'm gonna do? Fuck it. No. So TikTok is an app. Yeah. I'm gonna go from now until next episode. I'm gonna get TikTok the app. I'm gonna curate specific like cringy bad TikToks. Oh, so that's how you watch TikToks on the app? On the app. So it's like an algorithm. You like watch a bunch and like you like or dislike certain ones. And the ones you like will kind of get like, you know, feed you more of the same kind of. So if I go down like a cringy, like some of the people on this shit are, are like scary. So I'm going to cultivate like a scary, cringy algorithm getting going and I'll start saving some of like the worst ones I find and we'll, we'll start playing them on here and we can talk about them. Okay. But me. until then, go out, go out and check out some Till then, fuck off on the TikTok, then, would you? Fuck off with these videos where I just want to see the TikToks, you TikTok. Yeah. I, but I basically, it's like the new Vine. Is but. that a thing, man? Is that a fuck? Is that what we should be doing is we should just be like, let, instead of having a, like a podcast where we actually talk about stuff, we should just go on YouTube and like put a bunch of video clips together and then be like, anyway, yeah, so I'm just here watching Fortnite, playing Fortnite and watching these TikTok videos. Yeah, you're not scary. <laughs> oh, yeah, you? Oh, yeah, you're not weird. Oh, yeah, you? why do girls like you? Shut up. I mean, really? People are making money doing this. Oh, fucking crazy. Yeah, we talked about it. We talked about it. Uh, yeah, we did. Actually, you know what? Let's How many go pennies have you licked? Zero. Disgusting, Jared. That's not how the game works. You gotta lick the pennies. There's like a whole juggalo TikTok. 
Avenue. Mm. There's a... What is that, Insane Clown Posse? Yeah. For those who don't know. It's like, clown check. Let me see if I can find the one with the girls. It's terrifying. Is that Howie Mandel doing a TikTok? I think that was. Horrible. Give me a second. Second. We don't have a producer. Jared's so good at typing. Why are all the same videos coming up? This is so stupid. Google, change your algorithm. I don't like it. Too much downtime. Have you got a rubber? Have I got a rubber? Yeah. Tiff. What? Look at me. I'm all rubber. Oh, that's right. Wait, I, I thought you were plastic. Tiff. What? Kiss me. Okay. So let's say you were to come over to my parents' house and have dinner with me and my family. What the fuck? This is creepy shit. So let's say you were to come over. This is the famous one coming up next. Clown nope. check. <laughs> I see fucking pieces. Clown check. I see fucking pieces. These people, Clown by the check. way, if you, since you can't see it. I know, that's the thing. It's all the same music, but it's a bunch of different girls saying clown check, and then they're wearing the clown this, this stuff. Clown check. Video number four was the first girl not to be staring at herself in her phone. <laughs> like, most of these people are literally watching themselves. How fucking crazy is No, that? No production value whatsoever. Uh, I know on audio, because that's what we are, uh, it's the same thing over and over, but it's been different girls dressed as clowns, ICP style, mouthing the words to this, this ICP sample. And it is terrifying, slash, did not realize there are many juggalettes out there. You know, you used to just walk into your kids' rooms, they'd be jerking off or getting after their, their clam. Now you walk into this, like, and I don't know, I don't know what's harder for a parent. Scary stuff. What is more difficult? Any parents out there that have walked in on this? Clown check. You're just, sorry, sorry <laughs> about that. I'm volunteering. Yeah, this is, um... But, yeah, so that's one lane of TikToks. Okay. That it's got his own thing. And then there's this other lane where people may not know that they're different. And they're making videos. And that's fun. Yeah, see, you know, some stuff is better off you don't know. You just go, what is it? Oh, okay. Fascinating. So, again, I will cultivate, and I'll have a more... Um, it's still not going to play. More readily available. Unless we make one ourselves. Oh, no, no. The, the, there's there's a few of where ones make... They, they say their own things. You can, like, say your own things. People check in on TikTok and, like, ah, I'm having a, you know, blah, 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 whatever they say. They're having a baguette? They're having a buffalo burger, buffalo burger, buffalo burger. No. Um, 
Yeah, but I'll find him. I'll find him, and then we'll be prepared, okay. and and we'll 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 do a TikTok. That sounds blessed. TikTok check. Most blessed. Oh, you're gonna love it, Michael. I don't think I will. It doesn't. It's not sounding like I will. Oh, you're gonna love it. Trust yeah. me. Honestly, um, if you have to see it to understand it. That's my biggest uh, stumbling block with this. No, you don't have to see it. It's mm. just kind of fun with the mystery of what the, the person looked like on the ones. Hmm. Um, yeah, the ones. <sighs> see, they're not even showing up. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, I'll figure it out. We'll do it next week. Okay, sounds good. Um, not going to fight you on that. Yeah, you're going to love it. Whatever. No, I may. I may. It's you just put your boner away. I see you over there. Oh, you're gonna love it. See that? Woo! All those clown checks. And these are my short shorts. All those clowny clowns. <laughs> uh, too much for me. Um, also, cringeworthy and and really in the truest sense of the word, like you know, really, like, is that what's gonna do it for you? Yeah, that's what makes them good. Yeah, I get that, but. Understanding that and then still trying to do it. Like, it's not like we're trying to make a TikTok video. No, we're not. That's what I like about this show is that we're, we're calling attention to these things and discussing them. But it's not like every time something happens, we have to do it. Apparently, you know, we're above the influence on some of these things. Mm-hmm. Which is rare for us. We, I mean, we have a drinking podcast. That's true. That's true. I don't know what you just said, little boy. But uh, I agree with you. Boom. Tank man. Tank boy. <laughs> man. Tank man. Tank man. Tank guy. It's tank guy. I'm a tank guy. Damn. Did you have to order that tank in a tall? <sighs> yeah, it's ex- extra short. Because I'm so tall. Oh, shit. That's why your navel hanging out? <laughs> it's, my, it's a crop top. <laughs> it's my, my crop top. Yeah, it's not a tank. It's a brassiere. Ooh. All oh. right. Well. Tell me anything else you want to say. What do you want to say? I've got nothing else. Oh. Um, I don't know, man. Episode 83. Just you and me. Gotta have to start working on these guests. They'll come around after summer. Yeah, summer. Yeah, I... I mean, thanks to Josh Green for being on. Yeah. Fantastic segment tonight, as always. Great contributor. Ow, you ever swallow too hard? Yeah, fuck yeah, I've done that. Oh, it hurts like right above your, where your ribs stop? Yeah, my sternum. Mm -hmm. There's an air bubble in there. This is going to be my last episode. (laughs) That's all right. Maybe we'll learn about more about comas. He died what he was doing, what he loved. Drinking Trulies. He was drinking hard seltzers. Lemon, loving my ass. Fuck lemon flavor. Is there anything worse? We haven't come up with a better fruit by now. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds of better fruit. You just don't buy the citrus pack. Yeah. That's, no, that's, I know, but like, come on. That's the lesson. I'm saying, can we can we just make a better fruit? Probably. Probably. Mostly. Mostly. Um, all right. Well, if we got nothing else, let's wrap this fucker up. Let's wrap it up, bro. I'm sweating. Episode 83 was a good one featuring Going Green. Joshua. And thank you, Jerry. It's been a pleasure, as it always is. Thanks, Michael. And uh, I got a little Jimmy Jam, another another hot, hot summer heater. 
that you can put on just, just about anywhere with just about anyone because it's got a little piece of everything good. It's Whitney Houston and Kygo, Higher Love. This has been the Garden State Revelry in the trolls of summer. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> Just hanging on, facing up.